Be the Good is all about people doing good in the world while following their passions, good for their own souls and for others. I'm Kate Cherichello, and welcome to today's episode. If you are enjoying these stories, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean so much. You can also join our Facebook community under the group title, Be the Good with Kate Cherichello. Let's spread a little more goodness in the world. Today's episode takes us back to kindergarten. What do you remember about kindergarten? For me, I remember bright colors, lots of crafts and activities, a Thanksgiving Day feast, real live birds as classroom pets, parents and grandparents stopping in for visits, a Halloween parade, and overall, lots of happiness. So I ask you to indulge me this week as we take a bit of a stroll down memory lane, revisiting these moments of kindergarten, while also highlighting why they made such a difference. Joy Matsko is retired now, a happy grandmother sitting out on her sunlit porch with birds chirping in the background, but for 32 years she taught at Bloomsbury Elementary School, my elementary school, in tiny Bloomsbury, New Jersey. So tiny that the big class of 20 I had in kindergarten was only nine students by the time we graduated eighth grade. I can name everyone in height or birthday order still to this day, but it made for a unique family-like atmosphere that brought so many wonderful memories and neat experiences. Mrs. Matsko wears her emotion on her sleeve and her love of supporting and caring for students is palpable. Making a difference in people's lives can be in sweeping grand ways or in the everyday. And Mrs. Matsko spent her career doing just that, going the extra mile each and every day for her students and even the parents, shaping so many young lives. So we had welcome to kindergarten. Oh. Um, used to be in the kindergarten out front. I would always put the baby bop and um, bebop or whatever, Barney. Am I close enough that you can see? You could even bring it a little closer, I think. Caroline? Yeah. So I have lots of pictures. I went through all my stuff and I thought, well, there's some of the moments I remember. Welcome back to Be the Good. And I am beyond thrilled because we have a really extra special guest today. Now, every, every episode is my favorite in various ways, but this guest is extra special to me because she is actually my kindergarten teacher and one of the few people in this world that I just will have never been able to stop calling by a Mrs. or Mr. So this is Mrs. Matsko, also known as Joy Matsko, also known as mom and grandma and so many different wonderful names as well. I am so happy she agreed to come on and share a little bit about her journey with you today. So Mrs. Metzko, thank you so much for being here. Welcome, it's my pleasure. <laughs> so first question you answer however you'd like is who are you and what do you do in your own words? Okay. Uh, I'm a happy grandmother. <laughs> Um, I'm a happy grandmother and uh, happy to be with my husband of 48 years. So, and we just recently moved to Florida to be near three of our grandchildren. We still have one in New Jersey, but that's a very important part of my life. 
Yes. And oh, I've see, I told you guys it's a special one. And tell us about your journey and your path through your years as a kindergarten teacher, how you got there, uh, your experience from all those years and into retirement. Okay. Oh, well, that's a long one. Um, <laughs> I graduated from Arabian College in Bethlehem, PA, and uh, interviewed for the um, first grade position at Bloomsbury Elementary. And um, I was a nervous wreck, just like I am today. All these years. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got up. I was so excited. And uh, I became the first grade teacher. And um, that was in 1973. And I think I have a picture. Um, yes. Let's see if I do. Yeah. Um, this was my first year. And that's what I look <sighs> like. I only had, what, two, four, eight, nine, ten kids in my class. Very and, typical Bloomsbury Elementary School size. Uh, and uh, so that started it. I was in first grade, and I had a dear friend next door. Um, she was uh, probably about 20 years older. She became my mentor, Mrs. DeWire, Ginny DeWire. And unfortunately, she just passed away about a month ago. But we've been good friends ever since, ever since then. So anyway, I stayed in first grade. Um, for I would say eight years maybe or so and then um, got pregnant um, and uh, took a maternity leave and um, anyway uh, when I came back uh, I got a, a sixth seventh and eighth grade which was not my forte definitely not my forte uh, I felt like I was always disappointing and I, I just couldn't be me it was just not who I was cut out to be as a teacher. So um, about two years later, um, the kindergarten position came up and I literally had to interview for this position. I had already been in the school probably uh, 12, 13 years. And so I interviewed for kindergarten and I got it. <laughs> so I was able to go back to my roots and I went to kindergarten and uh, I finished out my career in kindergarten. And uh, so I was there probably, oh, almost 20 years, maybe close to 20 years. I was in Bloomsbury School 32 years, 32 years. So um, I just, just loved it. That was where I was supposed to be. <laughs> so that's, that's uh, what I can remember. Um, so I was there and got very involved with the parents. They became good friends. Um, we had an open door policy. so. I had my own door. They could come in, sign up, or just knock on the door, come in and help out. And that's how I got to know your mom. And she came in quite often. And, um, you know, I made a lot of really, really lifelong friends from just parents that came in to help with the, help with the kids. And I always told the parents, <clears throat> um, I have good days and bad days, just like you. So be prepared, you know? We might have a good day, we might have a bad day, but you're welcome anytime. But I always put that out front. <laughs> so, um, um, did I miss anything? <laughs> I, I love it, you said good days and bad days, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't remember a single bad day in kindergarten. I mean, it was just from, from our standpoint, at the ripe old age of five years old, it was the, most fun place to be the the whole entire room was 
just what I envision a kindergarten should be. You know, it was all brightly painted. There were different um, characters painted onto the walls, I believe. We had the, the letters of the alphabet in giant pictures all the way across the room. We had craft areas and stuffed animals that we were able to take home at different times. We had a pet bird. Actually, we had a pair of birds, finches. You remember that? Wow. Oh, absolutely. You had brown bear. You wrote take brown bear home with a little journal. And um, mom and dad would read the book that you picked, bring home, and then you'd write something in the journal, bring it back and uh, share it. And the pets, you took care of the pets. Yep, they fun. I always tried to make it fun. She, Mrs. Masco was the queen of Halloween dress up for sure. For so, sure. And uh, uh, you even came to visit me, we were saying right before we came on here too, in the hospital, when I was in the hospital in first grade, during Halloween, you were Ronald McDonald and you came into the hospital in full costume. <laughs> I did. I had to cheer you up because we so felt so bad that you were at the hospital. Here's the parade oh. pictures of one of the- Oh, yes, from the newspaper. It was a big deal. So anybody listening on podcast will have to check out the YouTube version. Oh, yep, all those curls. Yeah. Look, look how big- Beautiful. How big our class was. I think we had maybe 20 people. And then by the time I graduated eighth grade, we were down to nine. Uh, that right? Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, you'd be amazed with how many of us are still in touch, too. For Jackie? Yep, so it was Jackie's birthday. So we just had a back and forth. And Caroline, I'm in touch with very often. I saw Matt Sheehan a couple months ago. So, yep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, one of the other fun things we did, we always did the Thanksgiving feast. Yeah. We would bake and cut the cranberries up and get cranberry bed re bread ready. And uh, we made uh, turkey uh, vegetable soup and you, all the kids would do the vegetables and it was great. And then we would bring them down and the mom and dad and everybody would come in for the feast. And I think that that says so much too, right? Because those memories are still so vivid for me. And I was five years old. And I think a lot of times we tend to discount, right? Those quote unquote, small moments or experiences, but they make an impact and they stick with us, especially when we're little. And I mean, I can tell you more about kindergarten than I can about last week, I feel like. <laughs> How about the memory book? Do you remember that? Oh, absolutely. The memory books with the giant um, construction paper. And then you'd laminate them? I think my husband, <clears throat> talk about pre, I mean, post um, teaching, Doug was most happy that I didn't do the memory books anymore. <laughs> Around our house, I would have the 20 piles, you know, pictures and schoolwork and everything from the year till I could pile everything for the, for the last day of school. But uh, to me, that was like really important, so. And those, and it's still it's still at my house, and I'm sure it's still at many other people's houses too, because it was you went the extra mile. I love that. I just really love that. We're gonna get back to more kindergarten stories. And first, can you just tell me a little bit about how your world has been throughout the pandemic? Because you you were in New Jersey, and now you're in Florida, and I know that your Meredith, your daughter moved, and all of that. All right. So crazy, crazy time for all of us. But <clears throat> my daughter Meredith made it more crazy. Because when <laughs> she decided that she was going to put her house on the market. We lived in Belmar, 
and she was only oh, a couple blocks from the beach. We, we thought this was it. We were at the apartment, they were at the house. I could ride my bike there. Perfect. Well, nope, she wanted to, she thought it would be a really great idea to sell because houses were going at a really good price. So she decided to put the house on the market and it sold right away. So there they are ready to go. They aren't even sure where they're going. They knew that Doug had friends. My husband had friends in St. Augustine, but it was just someone, uh, it was Doug's old boss that lived in St. Augustine, but we didn't know anyone. So they packed up and Doug and I drove the truck. They drove their SUV with the kids and the dogs. And we went to St. Augustine. They rented a house. Um, you know, they, they got a rental, you know, through the internet. And um, anyway, we got here and they're still in the house because they haven't decided what they want to do, if they're going to build or what they're going to do. So during the pandemic, we moved my daughter to Florida. Then we stayed for five months with the kids and came back, loaded up our apartment and ended up coming here. So we stayed with them until we found a place and we were gonna go in an apartment, but down here, the condos and the apartments are just almost as house, if not more by the time you add the fees. The fees are very on the beach or near the beach. So we ended up buying a, a patio home. It's not huge, it's, it's one floor uh, in a golf community. It's the, called Marsh Creek Golf Club. And Doug and my son Brandon, are golfers and my grandson who's 15 is also a golfer so I think it'll work out for them eventually hopefully they'll take it over in 10 or 15 years <laughs> so that was my idea that's my wow. just just when you think you've retired and things are going to settle down then whoop there you go again I just have to tell you one funny thing though it'll make you laugh the night that Doug and I packed up the the pods we had two pods um, we couldn't get the door closed. So Doug went inside the pod to close the door because it was stuck on something. He got stuck inside the pod at 1.30 in the morning. And we were leaving the next <gasps> in the morning. And I'm outside the pod and he's inside the pod. <laughs> True love, right? So <laughs> what, am, what am I going to do at 1.30 in the morning? But we worked on it, worked on it inside and I worked on it on the outside. And we finally got it the thing to move and we got him out that <laughs> sounds like a storyline from a sitcom I know, I know. <laughs> glad you're settled now in Florida and you have a most gorgeous uh view here that I'm seeing through the camera lens too part of Florida with you I thought well if I'm gonna do this I might as well share Florida with you I wanted to share this too did you see this oh you have to turn the camera yep all I really need to know I learned in kindergarten. Yes. Remember, that was a present from your class when you. Yes. Yep. And you still have it. I used to have it in my bedroom wall. And I saw it. Such good. <laughs> Such good memories. I'm going to for sure be sharing this uh, also with the class for sure. Do you have any stories of, I mean, there's so many, but I like to call them good news moments, stories that you remember of maybe a student who really, you know, really benefited from something that you worked on with them or just any happy story. I mean, again, 
we could do this for all day because I feel like it's just so filled with happy memories, but that you'd like to share, please go ahead. Well, I, I really, uh, I can't think of one particular person in the class because you had so many dynamic kids in the class. But um, when you come into kindergarten, uh, you're very, most kids are pretty shy. You weren't very shy. You were very outgoing and I oh. loved it. But, uh, and you, so you really loved getting into, even in kindergarten, uh, the poems. We used to do a lot of poetry. And the reason I did that is because I was never comfortable in front of people, especially at graduation. You know how I was at graduation. I probably cried half of it because I was not real comfortable talking. But anyway, so my one of my things that I want, really wanted to do at kindergarten was I wanted to make all these little five-year-olds feel comfortable in front of each other and then in front of their parents. So we started poetry like right away. We would do little poems, little songs. And we had, do you remember the hoop-de-doo? And that came right after around Halloween. And we'd invite the parents in and the kids, all of you would get up front and you would do the poetry and the, and the songs and all the actions to go with it. And I just remember that being such an accomplishment because kids that you never thought would, would do it actually got up there and, and would do the poetry and, and come out of their little shells, you know? They could be really, really shy, but that somehow the singing and dancing always, and the poetry always just was a marvelous way to like bring you all together, but also to bring each one of you out, you know, and made you shine, you know? It could be like Matthew, but it could be you. It, could, it just, there were so many kids that, just shined and, and I love I love that about it and that's that's so needed because I mean so many people what's the, one of the number one fears in in the entire country is public speaking so to start early makes such a difference so I always wanted to make sure that was part of my goal in kindergarten oh that's that's such a great goal and I feel like that's just one of so many things too and then of course 100 days blast off once we check off all of our accomplishments of the time, right? At 100 days, glass yes. off, right? get ready, get yeah. ready for first grade. In fact, um, your mom wrote me a letter when I retired. And in the letter, she actually named all those things. Oh, so I'm just going to read them to you because this is your mom. She, she was just such a wonderful, a wonderful help to me. And a great mom. She uh, said, um, how you loved your kindergarten cuties. I used to call you kindergarten cuties. Uh, <laughs> I had a, she said I had a balance of love and discipline because I did. I tried to make sure I gave you hugs. And, um, but I also was very, you know, strict about certain things. And I think that was a nice, a nice balance. Beginning of school with Barney and Baby Bob, circle time, brown bear and journals. Um, she liked the way I dressed. <laughs> Halloween, <laughs> um, Halloween, we did a tea for the grandparents. Thanksgiving feast. Um, letters to Santa. Do you remember that? Writing them with the eighth graders? Yes. They help you write the set of letters. And then they would walk you to the post office in Bloomsbury and mail the letters to Santa. So that was a special thing. 100 day celebration, the tutti ta, show and tell. Um, oh, I remember one that 
I you'll definitely remember. You remember when your grandparents, your mom's mom and dad came at Easter and they came in the classroom and helped you make an Easter uh, basket. And I, I remember do remember that. The cotton balls and all the glue. <laughs> but I remember her them coming and being a part of that, you know? And of course there was blast off and uh, you guys earned it. You loved the blast off. We did dances with that too. <laughs> well, all those extra connections to outside the classroom were, were such, such big, big things in, you know, the long run, like you mentioned the eighth grade connection. I mean, I remember just thinking those eighth graders, they were the big kids. This was a big deal. If we were in their presence doing something and, you know, a lot of schools, I don't think they get the opportunity to do that much outside of the classroom. And so that eighth grade connection, bringing in grandparents, bringing in people of a different generation, you always let them talk and share. And that was always such a big deal. So, so so many of those um, things, little things, big things, and everything in between that really make an impact, for sure. Books. Um, Lots of books. Yeah, like you were just saying, people from the community would come in and read stories to the class. Yes. Your mom and dad, it could be your grandparents, it could just be a neighbor. And, uh, you know, they would come in and, and share with the class and read a, read a story and then and talk to the kids about it. And that, that was always nice. And we did a lot with books. If you remember Robert Munch and um, Love You Forever, I'll Love You Forever. You know, there was some really good books that we, we did in kindergarten that I think, you know, The Gingerbread Man and uh, Hungry Caterpillar, you know, there were so many neat things with, um, it wasn't just, just uh, learning the letters and the sounds, but it was reading the books and learning about authors and sharing singing and dancing a lot of fun, lot of fun. I really do. yeah <laughs> it's a lot of years there hey this is nuts I have one more question for you do you have any quotes or sayings that you used to or still do find yourself saying very often to students or loved ones or yourself I thought about that and I thought about kindergarten and my my uh, time in kindergarten and all the good things and this is the this is the quote that I remembered. Life isn't measured by the number of breaths we take, but by the moments that take your breath away. And I think it's just really important because I had a lot of moments that took my breath away when I taught kindergarten. And now I have my children and my grandchildren, and those are the moments. I'm not sure if you could hear it because I was like being emotional, but I think it's a really good one. It is. It is. And I also love how whenever you've shown something to the care, you've done your kindergarten flip and tell, you can tell it's in your, in your muscle memory. Here's the book. Here's the picture. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, so much for doing this today and sharing all of this love. I just want to show you two more things real quick. Yes, please. My retirement? Oh, yes. Okay. That's when I sang for you at your retirement. Yes. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're putting all this focus on me here. It's supposed to be about you. And through the years, you would send me little cards. This is one of your cards. You I think still have that. Yes, I do. And you wrote in it. See? <laughs> so that's another thing I'd love to 
emphasize too is that idea of you just never know when someone's going to keep something or it's going to make an impact. I mean, my grandpa used to always save the cards that he would get. But more than that, I remember my uncles would end up going back to the high school that they played football at and seeing people that they you know went to school with then all those years later. And the people they went to school with all those years later would say, your dad sent me a card in, you know, 1980 something. And I still have it because it meant so much that he took the time to write and comment on, you know, the good things I've done in school or in sports. So I lo always loved that. And I think of you with that sort of a thing too, you know, all of those, all of those pieces that really make an impact. So thank you. You're, thank, you're welcome. I did. I kept a lot of stuff. And sometimes over the years, I'll send it to people. Like I'll send yep. it. To so maybe you'll get some of these things in the mail. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Be The Good with Kate Cherichello. Whether you're listening on YouTube or via podcast, it would mean the world if you liked, subscribed, and or left a review. You heard about the good? Now go out and be the good in your life this week. If you have stories of good news that need to be shared, please send me a message. Thanks again and have a great week.